And hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth the Million. I'm your host, Noel Rich. Thank you for joining us here today. And this is going to be really simple. I'm not going to talk too much about the game, because let's be honest, it really wasn't much of a game, and even Bill Belichick didn't want to run it up on the Jets. I mean, let's be honest. They scored seven points because Jared Stidham threw a pick six. Let's be honest that the Patriots could have gone for it and been more aggressive. But for whatever reason, they showed the Jets mercy yesterday. But coming out of that game, I've been saying this now for a couple of weeks. And it's still holding true. And if it hasn't been made abundantly clear yet, it was made abundantly clear that Adam Gase is on the hot seat. Oh, come on, Nolan, that's a little bit harsh. He's only been three games. He hasn't had Sam Darnold. But here's the problem. When Adam Gase, after the game, was calling his offensive performance atrocious, which it was, when they were 0 for 12 on third down, that's an indictment on him. And when you hear the players, Le'Veon Bell questioning the play calling, when you hear Robbie Anderson saying, hey, I'm out here too, you can give me some touches, it's pretty clear that this is not good and the fans are smart they see the stats I want to point this out to you the Jets have scored more points defensively this year than Adam Gase's offense that's not good and I've been saying it for the first two weeks Greg Williams and his unit are well out coaching Adam Gase and his unit I want you to think about this that Browns game when they were vastly undermanned outside that big play by Odell that defense actually played pretty well considering that they were down a couple of bodies you look at the offense they can't function I want you to look around the league and this doesn't help Adam Gase's case either you know I kept hearing the excuses from people in the media well he's down to his third string quarterback well he's down this he's down that Carolina started undrafted quarterback yesterday He threw four touchdowns. Mason Rudolph made his first ever start. He kept them in the game for Pittsburgh. Was he great? No, but at least Pittsburgh could score points. They could move the football. Jets couldn't even get past the 50. It was embarrassing. And it doesn't help, too, that the optics are not great. When across town, it looks like the Giants have a quarterback in Daniel Jones. And Sam Darnold, even though it's not his fault is out with mono because the Jets could at least point well at least we have a bright future with our quarterback well now they they don't they can't just puff out their chest and say that compared to the Giants anymore he's the first coach to go 0-3 for the Jets in over two decades this is bad and I'm trying to think when they're going to get their first win even with Sam Darnold back it's probably not going to be until week eight against the Dolphins And I'm looking at this offense, it's terrible. They don't make adjustments. They don't make adjustments. This is supposed to be your forte. This is supposed to be, you're an offensive guru. Why aren't we seeing jet sweeps to Robbie Anderson or quick passes to try to get him in space or Le'Veon in space? I mean, I understand that this offense personnel isn't great, but when you're an offensive coach... You're supposed to make them better. And this is the thing that's driving me nuts about Adam Gase is him calling out his players saying, well, we're not executing. We're not on the same page. Well, that's your problem. You're the head coach. You're supposed to communicate with your players. It's your job. It's in your job description. 
you're supposed to have everyone in line. You're supposed to have everyone on the same page to understand your offense. And I'm telling you, this is going to get ugly. And I don't think Adam Gase is going to survive until next season. And I know there's a lot of built-in excuses, but I don't think the fan base and the media will allow him to be here. Because the issue is, could he learn from his mistakes in Miami? Could he communicate better? Well, clearly not. Could he adapt his offense? He hasn't been able to adapt. I'm just looking, and I understand Sam Darnold might look better at the end of the season, but this offense is not looking good, and they're struggling to move the football. I mean, you can't just use the excuse of bad offensive line. There's a lot of teams with bad offensive lines in this league, and they're able to make do. They're at least able to move the football past midfield. And I understand that Patriot defense is great, but come on, you have to be able to move the ball. And it's not just them. They couldn't move the ball against Buffalo. They couldn't move the ball against Cleveland. Now, I know some of you are going to say, well, you know, when they play some easier defenses in the second half, that might help. Okay, maybe. But they're long gone. Their season's over. I mean, you can just tell that the players, they don't like him. And it's clear because not only is he basically calling out their offense, but he's saying, hey, don't blame me, it's the players. Uh, No, Coach Gase, it's on you because you're not putting them in a position to win. You're not adjusting. You're not adapting. And you can't use the excuse of, well, he's got a third-string quarterback. I get that that's hard. I understand that this is not an ideal circumstance. But you have to adapt for a bad offensive line. You have to be able to adapt. And you look at around the league yesterday, how many backups came in and could move the football? I'm not saying win the game. Just be competent. Get the ball past midfield. They couldn't even do that. They weren't aggressive. They didn't try onside kicks. They didn't try any trick plays yesterday. When you know your offense isn't doing anything in your own two, what do you have to lose? I mean, seriously, what do you have to lose? And look, I understand that Mike McCarthy wasn't hired because of all those stories that came out of Green Bay, but the Jets, I'm just saying, kick the tires. Maybe he could be your next head coach. Maybe Lincoln Riley. I mean, there's a lot of good candidates and a lot of good offensive coaches. I mean, and this is what they need. They need an offensive coach. They need someone to be inventive. And I know the old cliche of trying to find the next Sean McVay, and I know how difficult it is. But I'll say this. Cliff Kingsbury, do I love him as a head coach? No. But is Arizona at least watchable? Are they at least a fun offense to watch? Yeah. If I was to ask Jet fans, they were 0-3, but if this offense showed progress, if they showed that they could be able to score some points and move the football, you'd be like, okay, I see some good things here. It's not only that they're bad, it's that they're woefully bad and they're inept. They can't even move the football. They were 0-12 on third down. So for Adam Gase, it's not helpful too when your offense is this bad and you're the offensive guru and then after the game, you're basically saying, oh, it's not me. Hey, it's, it's not me, you know. The defense has outscored your offense this year. The defense has outscored your offense this year. Just think about that. The defense has outscored your offense. You couldn't get the ball past the 50 in today's NFL, which is built for offenses. And look, Jet fans, they have a right to be mad. 
because this wasn't the coach that a lot of people wanted. And I understand that this wasn't popular. But I also understood, too, that Gase, he got his way in the offseason. He wanted a different general manager. They got it. And it was all on him. When you do that, when you want control, you better produce. And my God, it has been horrible. Outside of Miami, I don't cannot think of a team that is playing as bad offensively as the New York Jets. And even yesterday, Josh Rosen could at least move the football somewhat. They look somewhat competent. The Jets look completely incompetent. Now, I know a lot of this is like, well, we got to wait till Sam gets back. The offensive line is still going to be bad. It's still going to be bad. And he's going to help a little bit. He's definitely going to make the team better. But at that point, the big question is, are you going to have guys in this locker room believing in him? And I don't know. I really don't know. Because the way it's going right now, it's not going to end pretty. It is not going to end well. And look, Gase, he wanted the control, he got it. And it has been horrible. I do think Douglas has the potential to be a very good general manager. But in terms of adding Gase, this is, he's a head coach. This isn't a learning curve for him. He's been a head coach in Miami. He's not a new coordinator learning things this first year. He's a head coach. And he is failing miserably. And for the third week in a row, I can say this, the best coach on the Jets' sideline was once again their defensive coordinator. And look, there are certain things I like that Case is doing. He benched certain guys yesterday that weren't performing. I don't mind that. I like the attitude. But the problem is, his offense, when you're brought in as an offensive coach and it is as bad as it is, that's an indictment on you. And then to blame the players... Not a good look, Adam. Not a good look. I'm telling you, Sam Darnold, when he comes back, Adam Gaze better make him look like a pro bowler. Because if he doesn't look like a pro bowler, and even if we see an improvement, I think the Jets are going to say, this season has been a disaster. We need to get the right offensive guy in here. And look, I know they might not want to eat the Adam Gaze contract, but guess what? You got to get this right. You got to get this right with the quarterback. And once again, I'll keep saying this probably week after week. At least next week we have off because the Jets are on a bye. And they actually benefit from their early bye, believe it or not. But once again, sounding like a broken record after three weeks. Adam Gase, got to show me something. Got to be able to adapt. And this was the thing I was worried about when he came over from Miami was could he adapt? Because, look, you got fired for a reason. The question was, could you learn from that mistakes? And so far for the first three weeks, it looks like he hasn't. It also looks like he has no idea what he's doing offensively or that he's too stubborn to adjust. And that in the new NFL will not work. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever podcasts are available, such as on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Spreaker, TuneIn, wherever you can listen to a podcast. We are there. Check us out on social media using the handle Rich Sports Talk and get in touch with the show, richsportstalk at gmail.com. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.